Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to each and every one of you. You are listening, of course, to episode 13 of Debugging the Darkness, a podcast outreach of Christian Tech Center Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to helping any and all with computers and computer technology. I am Doug Bonnet, co-host, sidekick, and assistant to the chief bottle washer, Andre Class. He's the executive director over there at Christian Tech Center Ministries. How you doing this morning, buddy? Oh, I am tired, Doug. Oh, tell me why. <laughs> tell us why. Don't just tell me why. Tell everybody why. Well, of course, anytime I have to get up at 5 in the morning. Oh, always... stop it. <laughs> Kids these days. Um, but uh, on a serious note... Um... It was a very, very wonderful Pray Tremendous. for Our Leaders event yes, that was. we just had over the weekend. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we had uh, close to 100 people come out, a very good uh, event. Uh, we had some powerful messages, some great worship by Joe Nestor. And uh, also I had the opportunity to do a little musical number myself. Oh, man, what a surprise that was. So we're sitting there in the, uh, I'm going to call it an audience, congregation. I don't know what it was. Andre grabs the mic and busts into song. I'm going to tell you all, uh, he brought down the house with whole, and we're not going to sing it, please. Um, but yeah, it was good. Uh, thank you. Um, of course, when it comes to putting together these type of events, we've had some unique challenges uh, ranging from last minute cancellations and substitutions. But that's the thing that most of the time when you are at these events, you really don't know what goes on behind the scenes. And That's really, right. There's a lot of hard work. Um, we put out over 2,000 flyers for Pray for Our Leaders, and uh, we had some last-minute changes, last-minute adjustions. We ended up having one of our uh, auxiliary speakers ended up having COVID, mm. and so we ended up having a last-minute substitution there. But nonetheless, uh, Pray for Our Leaders 6 was a great success. Or VI, as us Roman numeral aficionados would call it. Indeed, and uh, it's just a, truly amazing how your brothers in Christ are able to really make themselves vulnerable and open up and share such deep testimonies and she, uh, some very, very uh, deep inspiration in terms of uh, their life experiences mm -hmm. and how it can relate to a lot of some of the traumas, a lot of the hurts that we might have gone through. And uh, all I can say is that we're very grateful to everyone who yes. has thank uh, you been everybody involved. for helping um a big thank you to uh, brendan rachel matt and joe um because uh, it was a beautiful uh beautiful result um and also of course the pastor brad parker who uh led the big prayer for our leaders um we had lots of government officials candidates from both sides of the aisle we had uh several of our nonprofit partners even in attendance yeah we saw advent health there Indeed. And so um, it was definitely a great time. And of course, we're very grateful to Advent Health, uh, Brian Price Photography, who did the professional photography, um, our volunteer Oz, who uh, did the videography. Um, we also had it live streamed last night. And uh, um, it's just truly amazing how all these different resources and opportunities all come together and being able to have a successful event. And sometimes the finer details come right down to the last minute and that's something that you see not just with events like this but with all sorts of events run by all sorts of organizations and but to that end andre we god is faithful. nobody uh, god is always faithful and 
I don't know. Have we done Lamentations 3? Let me check. I think we've done that one. But if not, that would be an excellent uh, future passage of the podcast. But there's so many moving parts in any endeavor. Um, Obviously, uh, the larger or the greater the scale of an endeavor, the more the moving parts. And from a a Christian perspective, the more, and talking about pray for our leaders, the more we need prayer for Christian Tech Center Ministries and everything that, that we're putting our hands to, and the more each and every one of us need to seek the Lord yes. for uh, his help in our own lives. Indeed so, Doug. And I think this would probably be a good opportunity to segue into today's passage Well, of the let's podcast. do it, and then we'll get back to some, uh, we'll, we'll look forward to some uh, upcoming events there at Christian Tech Center Ministries located, I'm going to call it today, Andre, picturesque. Longwood, and I guess it depends on which part of Longwood you're in, but Christian Tech Center Ministries located in picturesque Longwood. Give me an address uh, for that joint there, Andre, and a phone number, and then we'll get into the passage of the podcast. You got So, of course, Christian Tech Center Ministries is located at 1006 West State Road 434 in Longwood. Strongwood. Zip, yes, that's right. Zip code 32750, and indeed... Strongwood had a really oh, great they showed last up night. last night. Come All on, five of our city oh. commissioners showed up last night, and the mayor, the the potentate of Longwood, was there last night. Everybody, yes, well, and he's also serves on our board of directors too. I which love is that amazing. guy, Tony Boney. Yep, real um, name, by the way. Yes, and uh, so of course the phone number for Christian Tech Center is four zero seven five four five eight zero nine zero, and of course our website. ChristianTechCenter.com is where you can learn more about the different service offerings that we help with the community, ranging from free tech repairs to our tech literacy courses and, of course, our computer redistribution program, which is all about helping people in need who otherwise wouldn't afford essential technology resources. Now, if you're listening in, uh, let's say, Botswana, Bahrain, what's another good B one? Brazil. Um, What you want to do? Bolivia. Oh, yeah, we care, Bolivia. A friend of ours uh, is uh, doing an outreach there. Uh, what you will want to do, and I don't know how this works. You're probably going to have to be in the, the good old U.S. of A. to call Andre. Um, you can call him with any tech questions. It's not going to cost you a uh, one red cent or whatever color cents are being made this this, uh, this modern era with you crazy kids. Um, but give him a call. So. And, of course, our phone number also doubles as a free prayer hotline. Oh, so man, course, I love that about our phone number. Yeah, so, of course, if you need prayer for anything at all, uh, you're always welcome to call during our standard office hours, which are Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. We are closed on Wednesdays and Sundays, and, of course, since my phones do ring a lot, if for whatever reason I don't answer, please leave me a message. Yeah, leave now. a message. Here's the thing. Let me going a real mini rant i know we've got a lot to, uh, to cover if you're going to call leave a message don't hang up if, if you're not going to leave a message bust us a text but when you're calling andre uh, he's going to pray for you he's going to solve your uh, computer technology issues and if you stop by the shop get a free bible and a cup of coffee so on yep. that note andre let's uh real quick segue into the po- passage of the podcast um, so this is from Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? 
And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. Thoughts on Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12, Andre, and how it relates to you and, and Christian Tech Center Ministries. Well, of course, doing what we do is a team effort. And, of course, uh, it can be difficultly difficult at times when you're trying to do a lot of stuff by yourself. But, one, you're never really alone because when you have Jesus, he's always got your back. And two, when it comes to working on things, uh, let's just take uh, last week Wednesday, for example. Let's take last week Wednesday, for example, Andre. I love that last week Wednesday. Yeah, so uh, I sp- we, uh, last week Wednesday was a really busy and hard labor day because uh, myself and one of my other volunteers had uh, endeavored onto a surf project uh, to help with replacing doors and uh and talking about like the whole project start to finish from cutting doors to the right dimensions oh by the way people if i might interject do not bring your doors to christian tech center ministries uh this was a one-off andre jack of all trades master of many of them but he's not going to fix your door so continue please (laughs) well um so we were doing this project where um, as you know, this Hurricane Ian damaged church had uh, doors that had split apart. And True Life were... Church, Lake Mary, Florida. Thanks for hosting the event last night. Oh, yes, of course. Definitely a big thank you to them. And uh, so what ended up happening was is that uh, the existing doors had been splitting apart. They were breaking, rotting, like pretty much whatever way a door can deteriorate. I mean, unfortunately, that's what happens when humidity gets to them and they're older and whatnot. So we had gotten doors. Is it humid in Florida? I think so, though. All right, okay. Just Um, checking. Yep, so what happened is is that we had doors, and we were able to cut them down to size, match the the exact dimensions, and it was a very arduous process with cutting them. Nice. And then, of course, mounting them and then getting all the hardware and making sure that they fit and close and work correctly. And uh, it ended up taking close to 13 hours. Good googly moogly. it was me and another. And this is obviously a project that we could not have done by just one person. Right. And at the same token, just yesterday, right before the Pray for Our Leaders event, we had an issue with the streaming camera, the live stream camera um, that was mounted hanging down from the ceiling. So we, so of course... That's going to entail a bit of climbing to try to get up there and to check the cabling, check everything to see why this camera was not working. And uh, so, of course, thankfully, we had other people there to help hold on to the ladder to stabilize the ladder because you don't want to be going up really, really tall ladder by yourself. You want somebody to hold it to make sure that the thing stays steady. And in the end, we ended up fixing that issue with the camera, and we were able to live stream the event without issue. And notice, I want to emphasize Andre saying we. This was not a singular effort uh, by any stretch of the imagination. And one of the great things about this passage in um, a broader context is the, the third strand of a chord is the Lord Jesus. It's his Holy Spirit. So when, when, when two are to together in agreement as two strands that third strand being the holy spirit um tremendous power so that's right good stuff going on over there andre now 
what do do we got going on in the upcoming days and or weeks until our next podcast? Well, uh, our next fundraising event, um, it's going to be another fun one. Oh, um, good. I like fun. Yes, indeed. And ice cream is definitely fun. Oh, come on. Yep. So our next fundraiser event is going to be with Jack the Dipper ice cream. It's going to be on Saturday, November 11th. So it's on 11-11. Ooh, my son's getting married that day. Oh, so I probably won't be able to get ice cream with you there, buddy. Oh, well, ice cream is always good for a honeymoon. Okay. Um, but I'll uh, send him down. Yep, and warm waffle cones. It's always really, oh. really good after all. <laughs> so, might have to delay the wedding. Uh, well, if you already have deposits, I don't eh, think that will work too well. All right. Well, you can always cater the ice cream, too. Okay. Um, so, of course, at Jack the Dipper Ice Cream, uh, which is two doors down from the Christian Tech Center Ministries Workshop, mm-hmm. on Saturday, November 11th, they're hosting our next fundraiser day, in which for the entire day's sales, 10% will be donated to support Christian Tech Center. And they've been a great partner to work with. Uh, we are actually their very, very first fundraiser day back in july of last year right after they opened tremendous and uh so that's going to be our next uh, big event and then of course i'm sure that uh, lake mary church is probably going to be doing another hope for the holidays toy drive uh, come december in which as always will, will be a drop-off point for toy donations for this collection um so uh, we're also working on planning our next annual gala we've already set the date Right course. around the corner, kids. Well, uh, we've already set the date for Saturday, May 11th, and then, of course, you never know what events we're going to have between now you and then. You never know, everybody. But, uh, of course, anytime we do uh, upcoming events, we will definitely be posting them on our website at christiantechcenter.com forward slash events. Uh, also, make sure to follow Christian Tech Center Ministries on all of the social media that you crazy kids are using these days so andre again this is an example of people coming together to for one common good it's it takes a lot especially for a ministry that's donation dependent so any any time that that we can partner with people to uh, keep the money coming in uh, to keep the work going out uh, to keep the work of the lord we want to say continuing it's it's partnerships, it's connections, it's networking, which Andre has done uh, quite well. Indeed. So, and of course, uh, everything that we do at Christian Tech Center is j- over this past year and a half has pretty much been a, entirely a testament of the power of the Lord and being able to help elevate our fellow community members through these essential technological provisions. And we've seen time and time again how just by providing a computer, it opens up a world of opportunities for academic success, employment, social integration, and many more quality of life improvements for those in need. Excellent. All right, Andre. Well, uh, to that note, you did let the cat out of the bag, I want to say, as you had referenced a pretty generous grant last night. So uh, you want to share with the listeners what's going on in that regard? Indeed, and of course, um, it's always a blessing whenever we are able to uh, get support from other well-reputed organizations, especially those that share a lot of the very same values and interest in supporting our community. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, just a few weeks ago, uh, Dan Gilardi, the uh, president and CEO of the Father's Table, um, they're a 
Heritage, a organization that makes uh, baked goods. They're a business. And what they do is that they donate half of their profits every year to charitable organizations. And uh, so I had no idea. I've driven by that place dozens and dozens of times. Indeed. And uh, they also a uh, very sizable employer as well. Um, and uh, so uh, recently Dan had reached out to me and uh, wanting to visit our workshop and have the opportunity to experience uh, what we do firsthand. And we always welcome opportunities to be able to showcase our facility. And, uh, of course, as I always say, the doors are always, always open. open. Except when it's closed at night. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Figuratively speaking. Of course. Open door policy over there. Come on, people. Yeah. So originally the conversation with Dan was uh, let's go ahead and uh, get you to apply for consideration for a $5,000 grant. You know, I'd have settled for some baked goods, but $5,000 is more helpful for the ministry. Right. And so what happened was uh, I went through, did all the, the paperwork, the application, and trying to figure out, of course, uh, if uh, this opportunity, and just lots of prayer. Because in the end, we've had uh, time and time again where um, we've applied, and we've, uh, even after submitting lots of paperwork and lots of information. You never hit the pitch you don't swing at. Am I right, that, Andre? That's right. So then... Just before the weekend, out of the blue, uh, Darren followed up to call me. Oh. And he said, the first thing is like, hey, Andre, I'm calling because I have some good news for you. I'm like, well, I could definitely use some good news <laughs> because um, we've had, uh, sadly, a lot of uh, tragedies and a lot of uh, situations happen over the past week. Yeah, it's uh, been a wild week, that's for sure. And uh, he told me that uh, the board didn't approve me for Five thousand, as he originally told me to apply for, they actually approved us for ten. Mm. So they so nice. they ended up approving double than what we thought. Is that would abundantly happen. and exceedingly oh. above and beyond that which you yeah. ask for or expect, Andre? It's oh man, is, is there a passage like that in the Bible, Andre? Yes, indeed. And Come it, on. And if, so this will be our second big check presentation that we've ever had. Tremendous. And uh, so. 2023 is definitely proven to be a very fruitful year for our ministry. And as we continue to accelerate the rate of our computer refurbishment and distribution and the availability of our programs and helping more and more families, it's an exponential growth cycle, essentially, mm -hmm. that the more people we help, the more support we're able to get, which enables us to help even more people, which will inevitably lead to us getting even more support it'll and snowball all... into the uh our claim here over at christian tech center ministries i mean that's... is that the sun is never going to set on the ministry of christian tech center ministries and am it's... i right andre right and, it, and the thing is exponential growth pastor travis was literally just preaching on the topic of exponential growth and that's that right is something that we have definitely been seeing with our operation and uh, it's all the glory to god Amen. And to that note as well, uh, these sound like tremendous donations, and they really are. It's, it's supernaturally more than we would ever expect at this point. But this, there's so many expenses. There's a greater vision to do greater work in the kingdom of God. And truth of the matter is it requires funding. So one of the, the great needs right now is for a small delivery van. And ideally, we have 
that one listener, I'm talking to you out there, you've got that uh, delivery van sitting around in your driveway, your car dealership, wherever you keep delivery vans that you're not using, you think, i got to give it to Christian Tech Center Ministries. Thank you, Lord, for revealing that to me. And, of course, uh, the ideal style of van would probably be like a Ford Transit Connect, like a smaller one, or a Nissan NV200, or the Dodge Pro Master City, like something that would be small, but add that versatility to our operation to be able to not only help more families lacking mobility or transportation or suffering from infirmities, but also to be able to receive and disperse more equipment on higher volumes. And of course, we've been grateful that we've had Sean Nessler from Edge Systems, who has lent his generous time to be able to help us facilitating these large-scale deliveries and pickups when we have these opportunities. But we have had to miss out from uh, larger distances or due to scheduling availabilities. And, of course, we uh, definitely need that help to be able to have that self-supported capability. Yeah, and that's one of the prayer needs. And let's say you can't donate a brand new it doesn't have it doesn't have to be brand new or a used one. What you can do is pray for us to to have the resources to be able to get it. So that's right because we just need a van to be able to do three things. One, it needs to run, obviously. Two, it has to be able to support the weight of all the computers that we may potentially need to load into it. And three, blow cold air because oh, we're in Florida. Man, you are not wrong. <laughs> All right, Andre, so we've got a couple of uh, tech issues that I wanted to, uh, if, if you were an onion of tech information, Andre, I want to peel some of those layers back. So Alrighty. we had a little bit of a discussion about Microsoft and older equipment, and uh, the, the reason we want to bring that up is because at some point this may transition into another topic. It may be today, it may be in the future, but go ahead, Andre, tell me about Microsoft and older things. Yeah, well, it's really sad, honestly, and it's something that I, I believe... I wish I had a sad music button on here on my thing. Um, well, I think uh, there's... You want to hear some crows? No, let's not All hear right. some crows today. <laughs> um, but uh, it is a bit of sad news, I must say, in that uh, it's basically when you have organizations that make promises and break them, and Microsoft has pretty much decided to do that on a large scale. So what we're saying is episode 13 may be our last. So no, tell no, all your no, friends about no. this one. Well, um, <laughs> essentially what happened is, is that uh, back when Microsoft originally released Windows 10 in 2015, uh, Microsoft had made a promise that all computers that had originally been licensed for Windows 7 or Windows 8 would be eligible for for the free upgrade to Windows 10 and that those licenses would continue to activate that operating system. Oh. Originally, they said that they would only do that for the first year, mm -hmm. but then they continued that for the past eight, and it was pretty much common knowledge that any computer with Windows 7 or Windows 8, would the license would activate 10. If, if By the way, and we've talked about this, if you have a computer running Windows 8, you should set it on fire and scatter no, the ashes no, in the four no, winds. No, no, That's no, all I'm saying. Doug, Doug, no. All right. We we could we could still potentially oh, use that. Yeah, uh, bring it by Christian Tech Center Possibly. Ministries, and if Andre can't use it, 
he will set it on fire and no. scatter the ashes in the four winds. No, we do it. We make sure it will be responsibly recycled, of course, through a certified electronic recycling company that we have a, a great partnership with. Um, but uh, the issue is this. Tell me what. So, or tell us what. I always I keep saying, and, tell me what. Right. And so this is something that is likely going to prove detrimental for computer users as well as organizations like us in the very near future. So Microsoft, of course, still has two more years remaining on Windows 10 support cycle. So, of course, computers running Windows 10, even older ones, would still meet modern standards in terms of capabilities to be able to go online, run modern software, and the like. Mm -hmm. However, Microsoft had just abruptly cut off the that automatic activation path, which basically makes it so computers that had Windows 7 and Windows 8 licenses will no longer activate mm. Windows 10. Wow. And so, basically, Microsoft is forcing people that have these older computers to, quote-unquote, buy a license, even though the computers already had a license that would have been considered genuine and acceptable. And what makes it worse is this. Microsoft has already since ended retail sales of windows 10 oh so, so sounds like they're trying to sell some what are we up to like 12 or 13 now well soon potentially but what this means is this that computers that were originally produced with windows 7 or windows 8 licenses are not going to be usable mm. because with the inability to activate the previous licenses on the computers right and basically, the only way to use the computer would then be to buy another license of Windows 10 and not being able to buy a license for Windows 10 because Microsoft no longer sells Windows 10. And since the computer hardware cannot support Windows 11... I haven't seen a Ponzi scheme like this since... Uh, what was that guy? Bernie Madoff, Andre. Yep. So essentially, <laughs> it what Microsoft has done essentially is deprive people of their property rights to oh. use their computers and of course depriving us as an organization of thousands of dollars worth of resources if not more that could potentially make a difference for somebody because they basically made it that the computers cannot be genuinely activated and basically making them completely unusable because paperweights at that point am i right andre yeah that's right and Fortunately, at this particular point in time, the computers that we have in our available stock, um, a good majority of them do not have this issue because a lot of the machines we have are newer models. Mm -hmm. But right now I have a pile of 10 towers on my floor that just got donated to us that otherwise would have been great ideal units for reconditioning. Oh, I see and what you're now, saying. They are unusable because Microsoft made it so they can't be activated. So, and Bill you Gates, can't... you're hurting the poor is what you're doing. How dare you? What do we say about Bill Gates, Andre? Well, the thing is this. That Microsoft has really pushed the quote-unquote sustainability mind and how they're such a sustainable company. But here's the thing. There is nothing sustainable about taking perfectly good equipment and depriving people of their ability to you use hear it that, Bill Gates? for no reason. It's so I'm you're just for making you, brother. So you're just making e-waste oh. out of something that could have been a perfectly good, reasonable asset that could make a difference in somebody's life. Here's the thing. Windows 10 support would be ending in two years, so why not make it? So here's the thing. Two years. 
with a computer, even if it's an older one. Right. That still meets the standards for the next two years. Bill Gates has the cheddar. Come on, Bill. Get up off that wallet and cut people some slack. Right. So, of course, it's just a really sad day that Microsoft would do something so scrupulous. But it's not just that. It turns out what, even when you're buying a brand new computer out of the box, you are being defrauded. I must say so. And here's how. You remember how Apple was throttling down the performance of iPhones and they got caught? I remember. And I'm an iPhone guy. Yep. And uh, as it turns out, Microsoft is doing the same thing on each and every single computer that's being sold with Windows. Can you get that stuff off of there, Andre, at Christian Tech Center Ministries? Or is that well, built into the... Uh... It's built into the operating system. <laughs> there is a hidden setting that you can change. But by Ooh. default... The computers are set to reduce their performance in the name of being green. Oh, and, uh, come on, green. And so the thing is, is this. Um, so imagine you're driving a car and you're trying to get from point A to point B. All right, I'm, I'm picturing it. So, of course. A truck, you, by the way, not a car. Right. But, well, a truck, a car, whatever vehicle you use. So let's say you're going from point A to point B at 60 miles an hour because mm -hmm. 60 miles per hour is the speed limit. So you're going from point A to point B with your car. Right. Now, instead, you are now going from point A to point B at 30 miles per hour on a road that would be a 60-mile-per-hour oh, road. Oh, man, I hate so when that happens. the thing is, of course, it, it slows you down. You're taking longer time, but are you really saving gas? Because here's the thing. So supposedly it's cleaner and more, quote-unquote, efficient to use less fuel well, because the engine is burning less fuel at the time, you're going 30 miles per hour. But the thing is, you're going 30 miles per hour for a longer period of time. So yeah, we got to get actually, the uh, abagus out and figure so that out. So are you actually saving gas, or are you actually using more fuel? And, of course, you're losing time and productivity. Okay, so, so you change, haters in big oil, so you can change, send your hate at uh, Andre Hates Big Oil at... <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is this. Um, to change that setting, what you would do would be to go to Start and then Settings, and then you would go to the Power Settings, and then you can change the Performance setting. The default setting will be Balanced, and you would want to mm. change that to High Performance, and that would give oh, you I see what that would give you the full capability and performance of the computer. So that way you'll get the maximum use of the processing power and the specification capability of your device. The moment you do that, you're going to get a pop-up saying. Your computer's got to lose less, more power on these settings. Change it back. I'm like, no. No. Yeah. It's because usually, if it's a desktop in particular, it's plugged into the wall. What do you less power? Come on, Bill. Yeah. But, yeah, but it's that's the thing. It's like this on every single computer, every single Windows computer, Windows 10, Windows 11, all of them. Ugh. So it's something that you have to look out for, and it's like that by the box. Microsoft will not tell you about. The big box stores that are selling you the computer won't tell you about. But guess who say, is going to tell you about it? Andre Class at Christian Tech Center right. Ministry. Because folks. what is is that what if your computer's running slower, they're not gonna tell you what you can do to get the full performance capability of the computer. What are they gonna tell you? Buy another computer. Oh man, that is sick. And that's a well, it's an unsettling note to go out on, but we are gonna go out on it nonetheless. So Andre, um, I will allow it to you to I tell you what, let's put everything in the show notes and we're We'll have all the information there about how to reach out to Christian Tech Center Ministries. 
and anything else we'll have the passage of the podcast so check the show notes so until the next podcast we would like to bid you adieu god bless each and every one of y'all see y'all next time